Hello everyone and welcome to the Motor City Hoops podcast, an entertaining fresh take on the three-time NBA champs, the Detroit Pistons. Hey Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Motor City Hoops. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads podcast network, including Cavalier Central, Nuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Blazing the Path, X's and O's NBA Breakdown, LA Hoops, The Wizards Hoops Analyst, and At The Buzzer, plus our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, and The Green Light. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. If you have an existing podcast or are looking to launch your own pod but aren't sure where to start, the team at My Podcast Manager can help. Our podcast team works behind the scenes so you can do what you do best. We'll help you launch your podcast, make it sound great, and free up your time for the more enjoyable parts of podcasting. If you're ready to put your podcast editing, production, and promotion on autopilot with a trusted team of podcasting professionals, visit MyPodcastManager.com to get started. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Motor City Hoops. Today Bryce and I will talk about Derrick Rose trade. Derrick Rose was traded the Knicks for Dennis Smith Jr. in 2020, 2021 second round pick, which comes from the Charlotte Hornets. Bryce, straight the topic. Did we win or lose this trade? I think I think we won this trade, and I'll say it from this perspective, seeing it from Knicks fans and people analyzing it from the Knicks side, there's a lot of people who don't understand this. And they don't understand why they brought in Derrick Rose. So I think there's a lot of Knicks fans that weren't excited about this trade. doesn't make sense. So to me, that means we won this trade. And so, you know, to get right into our side of it, I don't. Th- I think some Pistons fans thought we were going to get more. And I think those fans are ones who don't see any upside with Dennis Smith Jr. And we'll get into this more and more throughout this special episode. But I... I do like the idea of bringing in Dennis Smith Jr. To me, he's in that Josh Jackson mold. The second round pick is somewhat valuable, not super valuable. I think a lot of people expected a first round pick, though, and we didn't get that. And I think because we didn't, some people are disappointed. Yeah, to me, I think I'm not sure we won the trade. I'm not sure we lost either because he's he's going to walk in. Three, you know, three months. Exactly, so. exactly. Yes, we got some for him, and we get a shot to see what Dennis Smith Jr. can do. I think the biggest knock on him, he hasn't gotten better. Uh, so, you know, that all that hype when he came out of college, how athletic he is, you know, he still can't shoot. He still, you know, he still has this knocks on him. And now, Statistically, he's gotten worse, Vlad. Statistically, he's gotten worse. Of course. Well, I mean, he, so. he was averaging 15.2 points per game as a rookie. Yeah, he was great, so, yeah. The hype was there, but the problem to me is that he never got better. And yes. to me, that's the biggest knock on him right now. It's like he's not getting better, and why? Like, what is going on? But I understand but not, you don't fit in a place. I understand that maybe Dallas pulled the trigger early on him, you know, a year and a half after they drafted him, but they had a chance to get Porzingis. Now it seems like he doesn't fit, and, you know, and he didn't fit in what Thibodeau wanted, so. 
But it, isn't that the kind of guy? Play G League. Isn't that the guy we want though? Like to me, this is Josh Jackson just through the trade. And like you said, we didn't have any. We didn't have the power with Derrick Rose. He was going to walk at the end of the season, so we had to t- like. We could have waited a month, I guess, if we wanted to until the trade deadline got closer. But, I mean, reports were that the Heat were in on this, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Nets. Like, supposedly there was a bidding war to begin with. So, I find it hard to believe we didn't get as much as we possibly could. So, I think this was the type of player I expected all along. Yes, but... Do we really need him? Because we're going to be an over-the-cap team this summer, right? So if we didn't take Dennis Smith Jr., that would have created a trade exemption, right? So instead of right now, I think it's a four, close to five million. Because we took Dennis Smith Jr. in a trade exception, now, um, you know, now it's a five. It could have been seven. And we're over the cap anyways, so this might have helped us. Land a different free. So you would have rather just got a pick return. You would have rather just taken the picks. Like you would have, yeah, salary dump and give me the pick, and ideally give me our pick. Yeah, (laughs) Um, no, that (laughs) not the the one that comes from Charlotte. I know. I I hate it because now we have. I I mean, I kind of a fan of becoming a fan of Lamelo Ball. That's probably not popular, but to me, he's probably the rookie of the year right now. But now I have to root for them to lose every single game. Them and the Raptors that we have to root against. So those second round picks that we own of theirs, you know, become higher in the second round. That, but that that makes sense. I, I can understand that if you just wanted our second round pick and nothing in return. I just. To me, this is Troy Weaver doing what Troy Weaver does, which is take on a flyer on a quote-unquote bust lottery pick from a few years ago. Yeah, I can see that, and that's sort of his track record. Uh, okay, short, small track record, but also looking at what he's doing before, right? So he was part of the AU circuit. He was he was a big scout. Yeah, I saw that connection. He did have He had a lot of insight to this kids that were coming out early you know high draft picks and maybe he knows more than we know like you know so in this situation again i want to go trust him but i would personally prefer to have that trade exemption financially you know that get sure. extra two and a half million for the summer because since it was a salary dump it would have helped us a little more to maybe pick up a little bit better free agent, but again, Dennis Smith Jr. can turn out to be a great backup point guard for us. And and I, yeah, that that's what you want, right? Exactly, because now he's going to have another six to eight weeks without killing Hayes, so he's going to have a lot of opportunities. You know, him and Delon Wright. Uh, now I saw that there's a lot of talk of picking up about Zvi, my might be getting traded. Okay. Wayne Ellington and, of course, Blake. Uh, sure. I, I can see Zv and Ellington, you know. Uh, Absolutely. be a restricted free agent that can really knock down shots. So he has some value. And he's still young. Ellington has been on fire. I don't believe Blake is going anywhere. We've but, talked about know, that, yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah so so, so he, here's my thing with Dennis Smith Jr. Like, And I think this is where I started to get a little higher on this trade. Now, what I don't like is the contract and what you've talked about. Because team control, I think we'd have to offer seven point seven million to keep him next year, and I'm not, I'm not sure we're going to be in the situation to do that. But just for him as a player, I reached out immediately to anybody I could on Twitter from New York and Dallas, and to see what fans, analysts' perspectives were on him. And I continued to hear the word confidence 
and joy of the game. And I mean, so to me, that was encouraging because it wasn't just about like, oh, the guy can't play. He's not athletic. Obviously, he's athletic enough. There are some shooting issues, but it was confidence and joy of the game. The Knicks were dysfunctional there for a couple of years. We gave him all the love in episode 12. Okay, that just dropped a couple days ago. So, but before this vod, you would have to admit the Knicks were a little bit dysfunctional. And for whatever, I don't mean to blame the organization, but maybe a change of scenery is going to help this kid out. Maybe he'll find that joy again. Maybe he'll find some confidence, and we'll see that rook. Maybe not what he was as a rookie, but some of that come back. Well, he fits. He fits our second team very well. You know, he fits exactly. Our yes, well. dynamic, you know, athletic, exactly. So. Um, is it, that, I think that's very good, and I think he's going to take a little bit less shots than their Rose too. So that goes, you know, tying into what we were talking about. You know, Rose is kind of taking over that second unit. Yes. Now maybe Dennis Smith Jr. is not going to take those 18 shots a game, and I don't think he will. So that might be a little bit, um, you know, there might be more shots for Sekou in, in the show, for Bay, for somebody else to step up and, you know, get those reps in. Because that's what we're all about right now. It's clearly with this trade, Weaver pulled the trigger, and now we're just kind of getting rid of any asset we have right now to build for the future. So and this is to me, isn't, it's very clear. This, isn't this, this what we step, wanted to see? One. I say, isn't this what we wanted to see? Like we've talked about this, right? Like we we've talked about this since the preseason. You brought it up again last episode. Let those veterans play for 20 games, right? And where are we at? We're just past the 20 game mark. Let those veterans play for 20 games, show what they're able to do. And then we make these trades, whatever we end up getting in return. And the young guys can take over. Like, isn't this what we wanted to see? Isn't this how we wanted it to play out? Absolutely. I think it's the right timing because this is the same scenario we had last year. And we didn't pull the trigger to get rid of Rose when we could have gotten a first, a late first rounder for him, right? I think yep. last February you would have gotten a, a a late first round for Derrick Rose because he was playing very, very well. So I give Weaver a lot of credit. I think the timing is right. You know, he waited until February. Yes. This is a good time to get the trade done. Okay, he gave Rose a chance to show he's healthy, to show he can Absolutely. play very well again. He's on expired contract, so Weaver has done everything right. We can't be upset that we didn't get a first round pick because that's really not on Weaver at this point. Yeah. It, it, with, you know, uh, we nope. have three quarters of the season left. He's on expiring contract and, you know, he's injury prone. And it's very difficult to get a first round pick at this point. No, so what's no, the most out of it? You just brought up a really good point, Vlad. And whether it was Weaver saying to Dwayne Casey or Casey Date making the decision, or the, hopefully it was an organizational decision. I think this was all calculated him coming off the bench because with that second unit, he was able to take all those shots and show everything. If he was playing in the first unit with Grant and Griffin, the ball wouldn't have been in his hands as much. He wouldn't have got as many shots. His points per game wouldn't have been as much. So I think it was calculated for him to be with the second unit. So he was able to really show his everything he was able to still do. What do you think? You, uh, you, you think that's true? I, I hope it is. I hope that was an organizational decision. I, I think it's true. But is it to go back to you were saying how the Knicks were wondering what, why. Well, you need Derrick Rose because you're 26th offense in the league. <laughs> you you brought this up, yeah. Julius Randle. <laughs> you cannot rely on Julius Randle to create your whole offense or a rookie to drop 30 
every other game for you to win games. And they have a chance to make a little noise, you know, to and it's important. For the Knicks is huge to make the playoffs right now when nobody expects them to. And yeah. I think Tom Thibodeau saw that and he's like, Okay, let me pull the trigger. Let me bring Derek Rose and you know, I've had him everywhere. You know, he's my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's his guy. He yep. I know how he can help. Exactly. So it's not like the Knicks pull a trigger or anybody. They pull somebody that their head coach no, they, they grew together basically as as, yes. as a head coach and a rookie and all that stuff. So, to me, the Knicks won the trade. So, and us, I think I would have waited, Bryce. If you ask me, I think the timing is right as far as the month it is. Um, I personally would have waited about two more. Do you weeks. think? Like, would you have? I would. I would have delivered. Go ahead. Would you have waited because you think we need him longer, or you think we would have could have eventually gotten more for him? I think I could see the Clippers needing him. And there was some interest from the Clippers. And I think we would have gotten a little more from the Clippers or at least get in a bidding war where unless unless they wanted Dennis Smith Jr. Because... Like Weaver pegged him. Reading, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's, you know, to me, it's like, okay, Weaver pulled the trigger because I yeah, I want Dennis, I want Dennis Smith Jr. And he might be my backup point guard next year or something like that. Some yeah. crazy like that, where he wants to gamble like he did with Josh Jackson, then I can see him pulling the trigger right now. But long term, I can see also just giving the Clippers one week, ten more days to to sit on it and kind of make it a bidding war. And maybe you would have gotten—I'm not saying the late first round pick, pick, maybe a, a early second. You know, like our sure. pick <laughs> for the Knicks. <laughs> you know, because there's a difference. You know, now you're looking at it's uh, gonna be ten spots. Yeah, exactly. It's our, our pick is probably going to be in that thirty-one very early. So yeah, thirty-one to thirty-five. And the Hornets is going to be late thirties, early forties to forty-five. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's Charlotte our, can go exactly. thirty-five to forty-five. So it can be a little bit of a big difference because if you look back, you know, at a draft, Jimmy Butler got where did he get picked up? You know. So I think like the thirty-one to thirty-five, it's it's really like a first round pick. It, it is. It's somebody might somebody might slip, you know. Somebody at twenty nine might be like, you know what? I don't need this kid, and it slips to you like two picks later. And um, that's the only thing that kind of bothered me about this trade. Otherwise, I think Dennis Smith Jr. fits very well with our second unit. You know, young, dynamic, athletic, um, really a lot of energy and, and a lot of passion for basketball. I love it. I, I love that second unit. Yes. And the pick is, is, is a good pick. I mean, it's a solid pick. And I'm not sure you can get much more for, you know, a veteran point guard on an expiring contract. And we did get a little bit of a trade exception with it. Yeah, exactly. You got a trade exception for it. I think it's uh, – it, it could have been better. Though. That, that's the only thing. It's yeah. just, I, I think Weaver knows what he's doing. So there's no, you know, ifs and buts about that. But I did see at some point I was like, you know – he was pushing for Kevin Knox, and I was like, "Okay, you're trying to get a steal right here." Like, that's who Kevin I Knox wanted. That's who I wanted. <laughs> and that 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 whenever Bryce, the Knicks thing came that out, been I, a robbery. <laughs> I okay, but a bank robbery right there. Yeah, and I would have taken Kevin Knox and no picks, Rose for Knox straight up. And but that's who I wanted. Whenever the Knicks thing came out, I was like, "Knox, it's got to be Knox. You can never have too many wings." Like that's who I wanted it to be. And the more I've got into it, the more happy I am with with Dennis Smith Jr. I, I, this is my theory, and obviously we we do no reporting. We don't have any inside information, so this is just straight up my. 
I think Derrick Rose wanted to go to New York. And I think, I don't know that we turned down better offers. I obviously have no understand, you know, idea, but I think we, I think we sent him to New York because that's where he wanted to go. That's my personal theory or opinion. Okay. Well, in that case, I give Weaver even more credit. Yes. Because this is the way you build, you build credit with Absolutely. With free agency. Absolutely. Because when he's going to come down to offering somebody, it's like, you know what? He, he treated Rose right. You know, he treated Blake Griffin right. As, you and, know, he did yes. put him off the bench. So he's, he's doing all the right things to build a culture where it's like, okay, the, the players are, they're our guys. Whether we like it or not, whether we like their salaries or not. You know, we respect our players for what they've done for us. Yes. And th- this is a good point that you just brought up, Bryce. I, I think it's, it is Derek Rose that wanted to go to New York. I, I really see him because him and Tom Thibodeau, Thibodeau. have a great relationship. That connection, so I don't yes. see him going to Clippers. Yeah. No. I don't see him going to Clippers. I was just saying that we could have gotten a bidding war. But if you put it on a more sentimental and more uh, appreciation side of things, Weaver did right by Rose. If if that was just Rose saying, hey, can you get me to New York somehow? Yes. You know, and, and then Weaver was like, sure, we'll get you to New York. <laughs> and what's the long-term value in that? Is the long-term value of that more? Is it worth giving up, like you said, seven or eight spots with that second round pick for the long-term of, okay, Derek Rose is a guy that everybody roots for and the Pistons and Troy Weaver and Dwayne Casey treated him the right way. That we'll never know Vlad we'll never know but maybe that gets us a free agent down the road like you said maybe, maybe some guy that on the Nick roster yeah, right now at least that, you know you get like yeah you get a little bit of small credit with somebody yeah somewhere. yeah just so I, and I'm all for it because we talked about that was it's just Dennis Smith Jr. is like you can't really keep him and that's what's going to be hard that's what can make this trade make us losers is if we if he just walks after this year, and I don't know what's going to have to happen for him not to walk, but if he if he shows out and, and looks really good, let's say he averages 11 points, five rebounds, a few assists, and looks like a second unit point guard, but we can't keep him, that's, that's not going to look good for this trade. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like we're getting like an inside Dennis Smith Jr., and they're getting like a almost like a workout, you know, like sure, we'll, sure. We'll have him for three months, and we'll we'll get to know him very well. And even if he doesn't play well, maybe they know him well enough during this time. It's like okay, like he he can still develop, you know, he can sure. still work out, he can improve those areas that he needs to improve, and we'll keep him at lower cost, like a Josh Jackson. Yep. So that that's also an option. There, there's a lot of things to play out, but I think most important thing is Dennis Smith Jr. was hungry. He wanted to go play in the G League, so he can now wait for an opportunity to go play. Yep. Now, he's going to have this opportunity right now in the NBA. Okay, this is your time to shine. Yep. And in many ways, for him, it could just be do or die. It could be one of those guys that are just out of the league if he doesn't perform. This is the like, last chance, or, right? It, it seems like it, it. I mean, unfortunately for him, you know, and to be a – he was he was number nine pick – it seems that it could be his last chance that it's time to prove his worth. And I'm not saying to come in average 15 again, no. like he did as a rookie with the Mavs, but to show that he's ready to play, he's ready to be a backup. And uh, 
the, you see, again, for us, I don't know, because we go and pick up King Cunningham, we don't need, <laughs> you know, so, I wasn't, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to bring it up. I'm saving it for, for episode 13 this next week because <laughs> I, I watched Cade Cunningham live. Li- I mean, not in person, but like I watched him play KU last night and I was like, don't bring him up. Don't bring him up. Don't bring him up while we're talking about this because I'll just say I was impressed. So I'm excited. Um, but it does, it, it complicates things, right? Like we have Hayes, we have Dennis Smith Jr. Now, you know, we talked about this last episode. Then do you draft a yet another point guard in Cunningham or Suggs? So there's a lot of it to me. To me, the best, best thing about this is it has Pistons fans, the organization, Twitter, every social media fired up again. We've got something to talk about. We have something to look forward to for Thursday's game because it sounds like that'll be his first game. Everybody's going to want to watch that game if for no other reason to see how Dennis Smith Jr. plays. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point right there. And um, I, I hope for us, for himself, for everybody, just uh, I hope he's going to play well. I hope he's going to pan out and, for sure. uh, you know, just make Weaver look even better. Day by <laughs> yep. day, you know, he, he, he looks he looks ready. And I honestly expect another trade this month. Um, he, Agreed. he blew it up. It, to me, it seems like he blew he blew it up. He 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 started getting rid of the the veterans, and this was just the first move. Yeah, and I expect another move this month. There's gonna be at least one more, right? Whether it's Ellington, Svee, or you know, if he can pull off a miracle with Blake, um, I think you're right. I think there's at least one more trade uh, that's gonna happen this month. Absolutely. Well, Bryce, thank you for joining me for this uh, quick episode. And uh, make sure you follow us. Like Bryce said, he's always active on Twitter at Motor City Hoops. Motor City Hoops show on uh, Instagram and Motor City Hoops on Facebook. Make sure you reach out to us. And uh, we'd love to talk even possible trades, you know, for Ellington, yeah. for SV, for Blake. Send us your stuff on Twitter and we'll talk about it. Yeah, send us your stuff, your opinions. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Absolutely. We'll see you guys uh, on episode 13. Thank you for listening to the Motor City Hoops podcast. Catch you on the next one.